A long, long time ago, <laughs> when I was a kid, I lived on a street that was uh, pretty short. There was, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, twelve houses on the street. That's it. So pretty, pretty small. Uh... But for the size of the street, there was still a relatively decent amount of kids on the street. I mean, most of them lived across the street. The one family had four kids. And as a result of the four kids over there, there was always, you know, kids going to visit them and whatever. And there was a kid who lived next door to me. Yeah, there, there, there was a fair. There was a uh, two two boys and a girl came along several years after, who uh, who lived kind of uh, the street kind of T boned into another street, and they lived on the other street where T boned. So they, again, there were a lot of kids. It's a lot of shit going on, and growing up in Buffalo. There was a lot of street hockey to be had, right? A lot of street hockey. You guys know about street hockey, right? So I was on the younger side of all the kids that were playing. But I loved to play with the big kids. I, I, lo I just loved getting out there and doing shit. I had a hockey net. My parents bought me a hockey net one year for Christmas. And uh, I had goalie pads. Again, it's street hockey, so it wasn't... I didn't have, like, the crazy leather ones that you have when you're playing ice hockey. I had the ones that were kind of, like, foam. Uh, they were covered with hard plastic. And, it would, you know, they had, like, the straps on the back. I had those pads. I love those fucking pads. You just put those pads, like, over your shoes or your boots. <laughs> Fuck. Love those things. So anyway, we'd go out and uh, we'd have a couple nets out on the street. And we'd, you know, it was the whole, you're out there, you're playing, you get everybody. And it was the whole kind of uh, Wayne and Garth thing from Wayne's World where they're playing street ball and a car would come along and they'd be like, car! <laughs> and it was that's exactly what it was. You'd yell, car! And you'd pick up the net and you'd move it to the side, and the car would go past, and, and then you'd just start up again, right? It was always a lot of fun. Was I terribly good? Eh. Who's for me to say if I was good or not? However, this is what I will say. As a bigger kid, and again, I was bigger in the sense that I was tall. I was tall and gangly. I've always been tall and gangly. I had big feet. <laughs> and when you got big feet, it means you wear big boots. And when I would play hockey, you know, I had these big boots on and guys would take shots. I would end up stopping a lot of shots just with my fucking feet. 
it was like I had this the stick in my hand, and then I had, you know, two blades of a stick on, on my fucking legs. <laughs> it was just always a lot of fun. And there was uh, one time we were playing, I don't know, I think I was in like the third grade. So what's third grade, like nine, something like that? The neighbor next door, Steve Gonzalez, had a wicked fucking slap shot. You guys know what I'm talking about? Wicked fucking slap shot. And uh, good old Steve winds up for a wicked fucking slap shot. And either he didn't realize how close I was or he didn't give a fuck. It could, and it could have been either. Knowing Steve was, Steve was a little bit of a bully. Not completely, but he had bully-esque type tendencies. Uh, and good boy, good old Steve hit me with his stick right in the fucking eye. <laughs> he clipped my eye something good. And I went down like a bag of rocks. I fucking just hit the ground and my eye hurt like a motherfucker. And it immediately like was swollen and bruised. And I could not see out of my eye for a couple days. And uh, it, I'm not going to lie. It was kind of like a badge of honor, though. Like, uh, the younger kids kind of like, I don't want to say they beat the shit out of me, but they abused me. <laughs> and uh, going to school the next day, and everyone's like, what the fuck? And I think I had my teacher ask me if my parents did that to me, if my if my dad socked me one. <laughs> I was like, but at the time, you, I'm like, I'm in third grade, and my dad never did shit to me, and I'm just like going, no, why would my dad hit me? Like, I mean, that was the kind of thing of like, it never occurred to me that. Uh, anyone would think there was any kind of like physical abuse happening at home. Just yeah, I just remember getting that happening, and so we're like longer than three or four days. Like I legitimately could not see out of my right eye. Now I'm totally swollen. It was awful. As I got older, we always still continued to play street hockey, though. Like even into high school, we played street hockey, but we moved it from the street too we got smarter we moved it to uh there was a, a town park sunset town park we moved it to the town park and what we did is we were playing on the tennis courts so we had like a smooth surface and then we also had an area that was fenced in so if you took a shot and you missed the net the ball would just go and it would hit the fence right and we all played with tennis balls. Maybe you'd play with a puck, but a puck was just always, it wasn't quite as fun. So you'd play with a tennis ball, and it would get hard as fuck, but you'd still just play with it. And I remember playing out there, and it was the same kind of thing. Oftentimes you would just play two-on-two two with no goalie. And uh, it was just me stopping shots with my fucking feet. <laughs> and guys would get pissed. I'm like, what do you want me to do? I have large feet. This is what I'm supposed to do, right? I'm supposed to stop you from fucking scoring. Oh, oh I'm supposed to just let the shit go by? Fuck you. <laughs> and there was one point 
where uh, I was charging for the ball behind a net. And uh, this guy, Rob Kolb. You guys know Rob Kolb? <laughs> Rob Kolb was uh, on the other team, and we were both chasing for the ball. Now, as I've said, I'm, I'm much taller than most people, and I was taller than Rob Kolb. And we're behind the net charging for the ball, and we collide into each other. And the top of Rob's head hit my mouth. Now, I mean, it's clearly all accidental. But he hit my mouth, and he hit me so hard that I, to this day, believe that if I was not wearing braces, I had braces on at the time, if I was not wearing braces, a tooth would have been knocked out. I think the braces added some support. <laughs> but I think I would have lost a tooth. Because, again, that was another time. I felt like I was going to throw up. And that's part of the reason why I think uh, I, I would have lost the tooth. Because uh, normally you don't feel like you're going to throw up when you collide with people. And I would always play hockey, intramural hockey, and I just really enjoyed it. But you know what? I can't skate for shit. Never could. Never really had an interest in it. Our high school at the time didn't. We didn't have a hockey team. We had a goddamn rifle team. <laughs> we had a rifle range in the basement of our high school. How crazy is that? We did not have a hockey team. I think they got a hockey team now. But just never learned to skate. My parents didn't skate. I didn't skate. Nobody skated. Uh, some fr a friend of mine, Chris, they had a uh, pond rink across the street. He kind of set it up, and we used to play there. And he actually, he would skate, and I would just be on my fucking boots. <laughs> he would just skate the fuck around me. It was always a lot of fun. Always, always enjoyed hockey. I, to this day, I kind of wish I had learned how to skate. I probably just would have been the fucking goalie because a good portion of the time I was the goalie and I didn't necessarily care. I liked the uh, wearing the pads. I liked wearing, uh, we had a helmet. I liked wearing the, the pad, the waffle pad, the goalie glove. The, the worst part, you would just freeze your fucking hands off. That was never any fun. But I always enjoyed playing goalie i don't know if i'd be a good goalie today just being as tall as i am but back then it was a lot of fun i always enjoyed playing it always enjoyed but uh hey everybody hey everybody how was your day well first off sorry so i i get right into that and I, the reason i get into that everybody without introducing myself is because I don't introduce myself on the Patreon, and I, on the pa I do the Patreon way more. I do the Patreon five days a week as opposed to the free for two days a week. So I always forget to introduce myself. I figure if you're paying five bucks a month for the Patreon, you know who the fuck's doing the podcast. Hopefully, hopefully, maybe so someone's out there like, ah, let's just give this weirdo five bucks. I don't know who the fuck he is. But uh, it's me, your boy, your boy, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me as always are the dogs. I got Wean Dog on top of the couch. Sadie Dog is in the dog bed on the chair. 
I don't know if the cats are on the porch. I got the door closed. The weather's kind of shitty, everybody. It's kind of shitty. It's a little chilly. Uh, according to my computer, it is 61 degrees, everybody. It's, uh, it's a little chilly. Although we'd fucking kill for 61 degrees in February and March. Right now in September, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, it's cold as fuck. Fuck that shit. Uh, but how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Hopefully it was a good day. Why? Because it's Monday, September 12th, 2020 dose. Uh, you probably uh, started your work week. Maybe you're going to school, whatever. Hopefully it was an easy day at work, easy day at school. Maybe you had the day off. I don't fucking know. I had work. I work like a motherfucker. I'd get up early, was up at five at work by six on the road to the Detroit area. I was, for those who are new, I delivered dipping hot ice cream. How about that, everybody? I delivered dipping hot ice cream on the ice cream man. What is it? What does David Lee Ross say? Catch me as I'm passing by. Catch me as I'm passing by. Whatever. I had to go to all schools today. I had to deliver some product to some schools. I had to pick up some freezers from some schools. Some schools were like, fuck you, fuck your mom. We don't want to sell your shit product anymore. I'm like, hey, I'm right here. You don't have to say that. I'll just take the freezer and get out of your way. Jesus Christ. On the Detroit area. So it's like two and a half hours to the first stop for me. So I go first two places. I'm picking up freezers. Uh, then my boss texts me. He's like, hey, can you go to this other place while you're over there? I'm like, all right, man, I'm over here. So I, uh, I deliver to three more schools. I go to the fourth school. I go to the, the fourth school that I'm supposed to deliver some product to. And uh, my boss tells me the school, you're at Lance Cruz. And it's all like French. It's L apostrophe. A-N-S-E, new word, C-R-E-U-S-E, Lance Cruz. I don't know what the fuck that means, but whatever. And and he wrote up the order. He's like, Lance Cruz High School. I'm like, all right, I know that school. And I go to Lance Cruz High School, and uh, they sell darts. And I go there, and the teacher's there. I'm like, hey, I got your order for you. And she's like, oh, we didn't order any product from you guys. And I'm like, well, that's fucking weird. It says here, right here. And then uh, I was like, are we at this address? And she's like, that's Lance Cruz North, you fuck. (laughs) My boss didn't write Lance Cruz North. He just wrote Lance Cruz. So that's when I, I didn't look at the address. I just typed into the GPS, the high school. And it took me there. But like I said, they sell dots. So I was like, hey, while I'm here, do you want some dots? I got dots. (laughs) And she's like, ah, the students decided they didn't want to sell it this year because of the price. I'm like, oh, you guys got cheap fucking students, huh? (laughs) I'm like, well, I can take the freezer if you want me to take the freezer. And she's like, ah, that'd be great. So I delivered to four schools and picked up three freezers. How about that, everybody? And my boss just is freaking the fuck out because we're just losing a lot of accounts. We're We're losing a lot of high schools. And uh, we're losing, and I don't want to say we're losing, but a lot of our, our seasonal stuff's just closing. They're on, they only do stuff from like May to September or whatever because they're campgrounds or whatever, right? But then, we, like I said, we pick up a lot of schools and colleges and shit of that nature. Shit just kind of comes and goes. And, and every fucking year, he loses his fucking mind. And I don't necessarily care that he loses his fucking mind, but I'm like, we've been through this, man. We've been through this multiple times. 
shit, shit evens out. It's okay. We're not going to close down. Nobody's losing their jobs. Relax. God, you can't. It's it's one of these things in like these self-help books. It's all like, just don't worry about the shit you can't control. And I, I can't control schools and businesses saying, hey, we don't want to do this anymore. I'm like, all right. But I can control trying to get new accounts. Or, well, technically I can't, but the salespeople can. I'm like, well, tell them to fucking do the goddamn job. Whatever. So uh, yesterday, yesterday was a good day. It was the first day of football, NFL. I don't know if you guys watched or not. I did. I spent a good portion of the day, kind of watched, uh, I'd say, like two and a half games of stuff. It, it was a good time for me. I hadn't sat down and just watched football like that in a long time, and it was good. And so what I did during all of the shit, I was just posting a lot of uh, the jerseys. The football shit that I have. And uh, it was good. I made a whole bunch of sales. I got a little store on Macari. I sold three things uh, not on Macari. Uh, I got a lot of people looking at shit on Macari. They're just kind of liking the items or whatever. Because this is the time of year where the football shit, everybody's going, like, oh, fuck, I'm a big fan of whatever team, and I need to get some shit from that team. And I'm like, okay. And that's why I really haven't, uh, like, cut prices or, uh, you know, did anything, listen to counteroffers. Because I'm like, no. I had one guy out of $30 jersey, stitched jersey, autographed jersey. I can't tell you who autographed it because the handwriting's atrocious. But, uh... It was a $30 jersey I have posted, and the guy offered me $10. <laughs> i am like, no. He's like, I'm the only one who's like this. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to sell it at some point. If nothing else, I know I'm going to sell more than 10 And now he asked me for a counteroffer, and I was like, no, I don't want to sell this to you because you're insulting me by asking for 10 Why, If you want this, because, again, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I don't sell shit that you need. I sell shit that you want. Nobody needs a jersey. You want a jersey. Do you want this jersey? Oh, you're offering $10 on a $30 jersey? Well, apparently you don't fucking want it. Because <laughs> you're not getting it, you fucking asshole. <laughs> fucking idiot. So it was a good time for me, everybody. It was a good time for me sitting around watching football all day. Got really geeked. I uh, I am going to be at the game, the Buffalo Bills-Tennessee uh, Titans game. I will be at that game next Monday. So there will be no podcast. I'm, I'm giving you a weak heads up. There will be no there will be no podcast. There is no sex in the champagne room, and there's no podcast on Monday. Just so you guys know, you have a heads up. I got very fortunate. I got a guy, a buddy of mine, who... Uh, Threw, threw me freebie. I was like, all right, let's fucking do this shit. I have not been to a Buffalo home game since probably the early 90s, 93, 94 maybe. I'm telling you, it's been fucking forever. So it'll be a good time. It'll be rocking. I'm really looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. And I want to I want to talk about some football shit, but before I get into the football shit, uh, I had something happen today that 
uh, is kind of scarring. I was scarred. I was I was scared and I was scarred. Uh, you know how you you go to a lot of these gas stations and uh, they have the bathroom and they're all it's all just like um, one stall bathrooms. It's like a toilet. Here's a toilet for the women. Here's a toilet for the men. I don't understand why they just don't make them unisex. If it's just going to be one stall, one toilet, just make them unisex. Let's not worry about this shit. Okay, everybody? Okay. But uh, I went in one of these gas stations, and it was one of these ones that just had the one thing. I knock on the door. Nobody answered. I open the door. It's unlocked. And there, and there's a dude in there, and he's pissing in the toilet, which is not, you know, not a problem. So I'm just looking at his backside. The problem, though, everybody, is this old man. He, uh... Not all right, fellas. Before I get into it, fellas, when you go to the bathroom, when you walk up to the urinal, and you gotta take a whiz, you gotta take a leak, you gotta take a piss, right? Now what what do you do? All right, this is what I do. Okay, I um, I undo my zipper. I reach in. <laughs> I pull down my underpants. Now I know my underpants, they have like a fly, but it's just easier to pull down the elastic under your cockerito. You pull out your cockerito through the fly and you take your whiz, right? I don't know if you do it like I do it, but there you go. I don't, maybe some of you like unbuckle your pants undo the, the top button and pull the zipper down and then you you do kind of the same thing. You pull down your underwear a little bit or you maybe you use the fly. I don't think I've ever used the fly. Maybe I used the fly when I had boxers, when I wore boxers back in the day. But when you wear boxer briefs like I do, the fly is a pain in the ass. Right? And a good portion of them nowadays, they don't even have a fly. They just got like the pouch for your cockerito and your balls. So there's not even like a fly. So you got to pull down the elastic part, right? So that's what I do. This gentleman, this old man, does, does not do what I do. Now, who am I to question this old man? I'm Stu McAllister, and I'm questioning this old man and how he takes a fucking leak. Because <laughs> he, uh... Not, not only, he pulled his pants down, so his pants are down by his fucking ankles. <laughs> but then he also pulled down his underpants. So you, I'm looking at his ass. There's no reason I should be looking at this old man's ass. <laughs> what the fuck? It's scarring. So I just close the door and I walk away, right? I He doesn't know who it was. He didn't turn around and see me. He didn't turn around and wink at me and smile. <laughs> I just close the door and I walk away. But it gets me thinking, like, does he go up to urinals like that? I mean, that's like a little kid does that shit. A little, you always see, like, the, the little, the memes or you hear the stories of a little kid walking up to the fucking urinal and he just... 
pulls down his pants and his drawers the whole way to, to fucking take a leak. And you're like, what the fuck? This is how shit gets started. And shit is never good. You don't want to start shit. It's not good. Why is this old man, he was clearly older than me, clearly 60 plus, so he's got 60 plus years of pissing in his history. He's a goddamn expert by now. Why is he pulling his pants down? There is no, you get no extra like lift. <laughs> You're not necessarily have easier access to grabbing your cock. Fellas, help me out on this. Do you understand this? Were you taught this? Am I the only one who, who does it my way? <laughs> I need to know. I don't, because I, I, I was very perplexed by it all. Again, why am I looking at old man ass? Old man crack. <laughs> Jesus. Not good. But anyway, getting to uh, get football. Uh, part of the games that I watched, I signed up for a thing called uh, Fubo. I've done this <laughs> numerous times. I keep fucking over in Fubo because I get like a free week of it. I get a free week of Fubo. You just keep making new fucking emails. And then on uh, day six, you cancel it because the price for it's outrageous. But uh, it allowed me to kind of like vacillate between football games. I got to watch... The 1 o'clock game, the 4 o'clock game, and then the evening game. I was able to watch fucking all, all of these games. And the, the 1 o'clock game was uh, Detroit and Philadelphia. And living in Michigan, even though I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, I'm surrounded by Lions fans. And I would like to root for the Lions. I am, I'm not an active fan. I've said it before. I'm not, I'm not like a fan. But I want them to win because everybody around me, more or less, is a Lions fan. Hard Knocks was relatively interesting this year on HBO. So you got to be pumped. You got to be psyched. And I'm watching it. And they just did not look good. Now, they came back. And they, they, they were pretty close to winning. I think it was 38-35 or something. So they came back. I didn't get to see the end because I got caught up in the other 1 o'clock game that was shown. It was the Steelers-Bengals game. I know I'm losing all of my fucking listeners now. No one gives a shit about football. God damn it, Stu. I got caught up in that game because it was close. And um, they uh, there was there kept being issues with special teams, with kickers and long snappers and shit like that and it was just it was amazing to watch because the Bengals should have won they should have won but they did not win and the reason they did not win was because of their long snapper the long snapper I don't know if it was like I think it happened in the game he injured himself and so they had to send in the backup long snapper uh, and that's just weird you're like, backup long snapper? What the fuck? And this is the guy who was their backup tight end. So this is the guy who never fucking plays. <laughs> he gets zero amount of time. And now he's thrown into the spotlight where he needs to do one play and get it correctly or they, they're fucked. And Because uh, the Bengals scored a touchdown last play of the game. It's zero seconds on the clock. They tie the game. 
they kick the extra point, they win. And extra point, more or less, everybody, is automatic, right? 99% of the time, they're making the fucking extra point. But this is the backup center, the backup uh, long snapper. And so he hikes it, and he was slow in hiking it, so he got, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers got like that half second in there and they ended up blocking it. So it goes in overtime. Bengals get the ball, have an opportunity to kick a field goal. So again, here you go. Long snapper hikes it and he hikes it high. So the guy, the holder has to like reach up and grab it. So he doesn't have enough time to fucking get it down and place it correctly. So he's got laces in, not laces out. The guy kicks it and he fucks it and he fucking misses it. All these problems with long snappers. I actually, soon, hopefully tonight, everybody, I will be putting up a store on Tee Public, where you can buy t-shirts. I have four designs I'm putting up there, hopefully all tonight. Four. Two of them are about long snappers. Coincidentally, long snappers. How weird is that? So I missed the Lions' comeback, or at least their attempt at coming back, and they lose, right? And I've been to Ford Field on several occasions. I've seen, I think, like three or four Bills games there. The Bills have always won in Detroit. Uh, and it's always been fun. I've, I've never had any problems I've been to Detroit numerous times for sporting events, both the, uh, to see the Bills play and the Sabres play, the Red Wings, and I have never once felt uh, threatened or intimidated or anything like that. Now, I think a lot of that for me is I know how to be a good fan. I'm not obnoxious. <laughs> I'm not taunting. Uh, if the other team's winning, I'm like, well, what are you going to do, right? Uh, you know, the, while this, the Bills have never lost to the Lions in Detroit, or at least the games that I've seen, uh, I don't think I've ever seen the Sabres beat, uh, beat the Red Wings. So, I'm, you know, and I always go, and I'm always wearing a jersey. You know, clearly, you know, I'm there to root the Buffalo team. But I'm not going to fuck with anybody. I just, because I'm an old man, and I would like to continue to see another day. And I also don't want to go to jail or have a broken face. You guys know what I'm talking about? So, um, after the game, the Lions game, they lose, right? And that happens to Detroit. Detroit's been shit. For the last 20-odd years, they've been shit. They're, Lions fans are used to losing. They got all psyched by hard knocks. They all got convinced it's going to be different. But who the fuck knows? But, um, Jesus Christ. And I know this happens at every field probably, but I, for whatever reason, I saw a news article today. There were goddamn fights happening after the game in Detroit. And one of these fights that I'm watching... It's not even Lions fans fighting with Eagles fans. It's Lions fans fighting with Lions fans. And I'm looking at it. I'm going to play the, the tweet right now, the video on Twitter right now. It's like not just two people. It looks like a dozen people. And I can't tell 
what the fuck's going on? It's all like one in one scene. And it's just people beating on people. And they're all wearing Lions jerseys. They're all fucking outside on the street. It's weird how there's no cops there. Like, usually there's a shit ton of cops everywhere. <laughs> the best part about this video is uh, there's just some dude who, like, they're all fighting. And then it kind of gets cleared up. Like, I don't know, bodies or just random people kind of come up and separate people, whatever. Then all of a sudden, here comes this guy who essentially is, like, playing the court jester. <laughs> he just kind of, like, jumps in the middle of it. And he's just fucking dancing like a fucking lunatic. I don't know if he's drunk or what, but he's just fucking, he's just doing a goddamn jig in the middle of all this fucking fights. Now, I have been to enemy territory numerous times. The, the time that I was the most scared of anything happening was when I went to Cincinnati to see the Bills play the Bengals in the AFC Championship game in, I don't know what it was, 1989, I think. And the Bengals won. And so I'm in Cincinnati cheering on the Bills. The Bills lose. I remember I paid 100 bucks for that ticket. That was like a crazy amount of money back then. I mean, it's still pretty expensive now, but back then it was like, holy fuck, $100. And uh, I didn't, I wasn't wearing any Bills gear at the time. So I was just kind of like, I could blend in easily. But everybody's yelling at me like, who day, who day? I'm like, ah, I'm like, ah, no, no. <laughs> but there was a point where when we were watching the game, I'm sitting with my buddy and people figured out we were Bills fans and they all like, when the Bengals scored over, they'd always turn and they'd point. And they, they were like taunting us. I'm like, I'm just sitting here watching a game. You fuck. I don't, there's a, I don't know how many people are in the stadium, 60,000 people. I prefer not to fight 60,000 people. I know when to keep my mouth shut. I'm not going to fuck with anybody. I'm I'm like eight hours away from home. I'm not, I don't want any part of this shit. Stop fucking with me, sir. Why do you want to go to a game and just start fucking fighting? It's crazy. And then there was a fight in the stadium with Eagles fans and Lions fans. And there, this clip I'm watching here, the the one Lions fan had a goddamn bloody nose that looked like he was getting tossed and uh, the Eagles fan was getting tossed. And uh, clearly the Lions fan got the brunt of it. But as a fan, like even in your home stadium, like why do you want to start a ruckus? And then they'll be like, well, sir, you got to go. Uh, you're fighting. We can't have that. Like, what are you trying to prove? Like this, I'm assuming... This is all booze, right? Like, people are just drunk as fuck. I don't know. As a grown-ass man, I just can't see fucking wanting to fight with people. Fuck. That's dumb. So please uh, don't fight with me on Monday if you're a Titans fan and I see you at the game. I don't want to fight you. Please don't fight me. How about that? Sticking with the Lions... I watched Hard Knocks, right? That's the HBO, kind of like preseason. They pick a team to, uh, oh, this is a team we're interested in. It's usually a shit team. 
and maybe that's why they chose the Lions. And then they like they'll focus on players and the coach and like the process and who's gonna make the team and who's not gonna make the team and they you know they kind of give you a little in depth of people too you know the, oh he he this is what he likes to do in the off season and these are his parents you know just in depth personal shit but one of the players on the team for the Lions Aiden Hutchinson he's a guy who was their uh, first round draft pick I think second overall. Right, he is a. Uh, uh, he went to the University of Michigan. His dad went to the University of Michigan. He was a fucking player on the team. I didn't know the name, but apparently he was. He had some sort of record for the Michigan Wolverines, and his son broke the record, and his son's going to be a all-time beast or whatever. Great. So they did a lot of focusing on them. The, what I didn't like, though, is there, there's the mom and then there's the two sisters as well. And the one sister apparently was like Miss Michigan. And uh, I really feel like these people are, they're gearing up for their own reality show. I mean, that's just what it seems like to me. I mean, these are people who have been touched by the hand of God and they're all blessed and they're all fucking, they're wealthy as fuck. And, I mean, this is before the dude even gets in the NFL. They're wealthy as fuck. They're all hot as fuck. A lot of it, though, just seems incredibly superficial to me. Like, I don't know if you watched it or not, but just the mom and the two daughters, it reminds me very much of, like, the Kardashian shit. And I'm like, oh, fucking Christ. It's all ungood to me. Every, everybody's like gearing towards their own reality show, right? I'm like, I could care less about any of these people. It seems incredibly fake. And the one lady, the one sister who is Miss Michigan, her name is Aria. I think that's how you say her name. A-R-I-A, Aria. She's got a big Instagram Following, oh fuck, now I gotta look and see how, how many fucking people follow this chick on the Insta. I'm gonna guess 150,000 will, will be my guess. Let me see. Uh, Air Hutchinson is what it is. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Uh, a-I-R-H-U-T-C-H, Air Hutch. Come on, there it is. She's got a blue check mark. What? She's only got 20,000? Well, whatever. I was way off on that. Uh, but apparently she got asked. Some dude messaged her on Instagram. And said, if you want more followers, you have to post more bikini pics. There are only a few of them. What's the deal? Get in a bikini. <laughs> I find that funny that just some asshole is going to message this lady and tell her to wear a bikini. Uh, and and in, a, in a few of her pictures, she is. Because that, that's why I don't like Instagram. Instagram's just nothing but fucking thirst trap shit. I just don't like it. Uh, but I feel I feel bad for her because you don't necessarily need to have fucking random assholes message you about, hey, you need to wear a bikini. Oh. Whatever. 
It's just dumb. Apparently, she's a smarty pants. She went to Michigan as well. What does it say here? Uh, hold on. Let me go back. Uh, University of Michigan Neuroscience. She graduated last year. Now she's going to uh, Wayne State Medicine. She's going to graduate in 24. Founder of Project Empower, whatever that is. The Airbender Society. Whatever that is. Oh, that's that's her yoga. Airbender Society is her yoga pose shit. Ugh. Gross. Yoga's gross. Yeah, this is all... Uh, I'm not gonna lie, everybody. This is white privilege shit. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, because I'm white, but I'm not privileged. <laughs> I'm talking into a Radio Shack tape recorder. Fuck. Uh, just because of his family, I hope the Lions lose every game. <laughs> uh, I did say the Lions will have no more than six wins this year. Will I be right? Yes, I will. Will a lot of people be mad at me for saying that? Yeah. <laughs> Do I give a shit? No. All right. Uh, all right. I'm going to end on this one. I saw this and I'm just, I always want to be like, fuck you. But then as I read the article, I'm like, I, I don't know. Maybe not then. Maybe not fuck this guy. Everything's like TikTok now, though. I hate that. All of these dumb stories. A TikTok uh, user said blah 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 I'm like i don't have tiktok i don't want to watch tiktok i don't give a shit about tiktok i know people are like you should get on tiktok ah, fuck. i don't know why why it's just another thing to take up my time i don't wanna but this asshole on tiktok he was complaining about doordash and i'm always immediately like well fuck you um DoorDash is for shit that you want, not shit that you need. It's you're too lazy to get up and go get something yourself. So you're using DoorDash. You're getting someone to deliver shit to you. And then as a result, there is an upcharge, right? There just has to be. Because you are paying somebody to drive to the store and then drive to the house and deliver it to you. So it's time and gas and all that shit. So I get it. This guy ordered a, a drink from a restaurant. And the restaurant's never been mentioned in it. And um, it's never even mentioned what the drink was. But... What happened was the drink was normally $6.50, right? I don't know. What is that? Like a large milkshake or some shit? I don't know what the fuck it was. But when he got the bill for it, because I'm like, I'm like immediately like, okay, $6.50 for a drink. Uh, yeah, you're going to pay more for that. And technically, when I saw that it was $6.50, I thought that was like what, what the price was. Like that's what he paid. Because like I'm not getting a six dollar and fifty cent drink, everybody. I'm I'm cheap. I'm not doing that. My last name is not Hutchinson. <laughs> I do not have twenty thousand followers on Instagram. 
on the Insta, on the Insta, Insta. So I figured it'd be like it was a it was a two dollar drink, and he got charged six fifty for it. You know, so like three hundred percent increase or whatever. Like ah, oh, fucking Christ! I'm like, yeah, that's the cost, that's the price. But instead, it was a six dollar fifty cent drink, and he got charged twenty two dollars and ninety three cents for it. Holy shit! Now I don't again in the story too. It doesn't say where this guy lives either. Now I'm assuming. That might be kind of normal in New York City, but here in Grand Rapids, that's not so normal. So, I, you know, there, there's a lot of variables in the story that aren't covered. But I'm still just like, all right, that seems fucking crazy. That seems fucking crazy. So they broke it down for the guy. It's because there's all sorts of, like, different fees. The subtotal for it, is uh six fifty. Then there is a regulatory response fee of a dollar fifty. I don't know what the fuck that is. Then there's tax. Then there's a delivery fee. Then there's a service fee. Then there's a small order fee. Then there's the tip. They add a tip themselves. Now, to me, it seems like the delivery fee. And the service fee should be the, the same thing, the, right? I don't know what the service fee is. The service fee, like what they do at the restaurant, like putting the drink in a cup, that's the service fee? I don't know. That's weird. And then there's a small order fee. Now, I don't know what the fuck a small order fee is. What does that mean? Why am I getting charged for a, a, a fucking small order? Is there a large order fee, too? Like, if you order too much shit? See, you'd almost think there'd be, like, no fee on a small order, but maybe there's more. Like, if you have a really large and intricate order, there's like, oh, well, you're asking for all this extra shit, all this special shit. Here's the extra fee. It just seems so fucking weird. So he was just kind of complaining about it. But I... Is this not shit that you see? Like, I've never used DoorDash. I'm a guy... I will leave my house... And I will go get shit. I don't even trust, like, the pizza dudes to deliver. You know, you call up Pizza Hut or whoever and Domino's and they come and they deliver it. I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to go get it myself. And I do. I don't want to deal with anybody. I don't want anyone coming to my house. I don't want to have to tip a motherfucker. I don't care. I'm going to go get it. So I've never used DoorDash, Uber Eats, any of this shit. But don't you see this up front? Like, if I'm putting the order in, and then I'm like, ah, I want this shake. How much is it going to be? Okay, normally I'd pay $6.50. $22.93? What the fuck? That's like almost 400% increase. Fuck you and fuck your mom. I wouldn't have done it, right? Because, like, aren't you supposed to know shit before you buy it? Because then isn't that kind of like predatory otherwise? Am I am I wrong? Am I dumb? I You know, again, I'm dumb. You guys know why I'm dumb. Long-time listeners are like, yeah, you're dumb as shits, too. You don't know fuck from shit. And you don't know shit from fuck. I'm like, oh, God damn. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys, this, this podcast is not suitable for children. <laughs> or anybody with a brain. If you have a brain, 
you should not listen to this podcast. Have you guys had any problems with services like this? Because again, I'd I immediately I would like uh, delete the app from my phone if I saw that fee. I'd be like, "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you." The guy would come. Well, actually, I'd probably let the guy come to my door, and then I would punch him. <laughs> ah, here, let me give you a tip. Wham! Knuckle sandwich. You hungry? Knuckle sandwich. All right, everybody, that's it. I'm done. That was a stupid podcast. They're all dumb. They're all dumb as shit. Why do you guys listen? Fuck. I suck. Uh, But if you guys did like this podcast, (laughs) if you guys did like this, please consider subscribing to the Patreon. Stu, what's the Patreon? Good question, me. The Patreon is a paywall. So if you want content from that site, you got to pay for it. And so for me... Uh, it's five bucks a month, so it's really not a whole lot. What does that break down to? Eight bucks a day or some shit? I don't know. I'm not good with math. Uh, but five bucks a month, and you just get more podcasts. You get podcasts every other day of the week. For, uh, freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. Patreon uh, the other days of the week. So you get a lot more. It, is it different, Stu? No, it's not fucking different. I get. I have responsibilities in my life. I have to work. I work a lot. And I work long hours. And I get home, and then I gotta feed the dog, and then I feed myself, and then I podcast, and then I go to bed. That's my fucking life. Fuck. I've made bad choices. <laughs> so if you would like to support me in, in my lifestyle of bad choices, that would be wonderful. Just go to Patreon, P A T R E O N dot com, and search out Elemental Podcast. You'll find it. All right? Five bucks a month. One less ice mocha mocha. If you guys could like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, that would be great. Elemental podcast. Uh, if you guys could check out my Macari store, there's links on my Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It'd be great. It's all sports shit or mostly sports shit. Uh, so go do that if you could. Uh, if you can't find it, let me know. I'll send you the link. And then uh, if you could do the whole rate review, subscribe. I appreciate that. If you don't do it, 100% get it. I totally get it. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lose my shit about it. I'm not in control of that. You're in control of that. I'm not gonna stress. And then if you can do these four things for me, that'd be great. If you can do uh, magic J B M on Facebook, that's uh, John Midgley. He is a magician, a social worker, an all-around good dude. Solid, solid man. If you could go to his page on Facebook to see all the magic stuff that he does, that'd be great. Magic J B M. And then if you could go to Matt Harper Art, he's on TikTok. He's one of them there, TikTokers. Uh, Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. He makes a lot of art, and it's for sale. He's focusing on a lot of, like, clay shit now. He's making a lot of crazy gnomes, and they're super cool. I really, I like them. I actually, I bought two of them, and then I gave them away on Twitter. They were uh, Buffalo Bills gnomes, and I gave them away over there. Uh, I'm giving away some cards on Twitter right now. I'm, I'm going to pick a winner on Thursday. So if you're on Twitter, go find me, Stu McAllister. Put in for some Buffalo Bills cards. There you go. But uh, go check out Matt Harper Art stuff and buy something from him if you could. Uh, mention my name and a 0% discount. How about that? That's pretty good. Uh, Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for what? Titties. Everybody loves titties. 
Uh, and then uh, go check out the Sunday Slaw. Yesterday was Sunday, so that would have been a good day to check him out. But go check him out, the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House, a married couple that eats a fuck ton of coleslaw. How much? A fuck ton. And then uh, they do a Facebook Live of themselves eating it, and they give you the yay or the nay. So go check him out on Facebook, the Sunday Slaw. And then last but not least, Bear Boards and Tables on Facebook and Instagram. That's uh, my buddy Mark. He uh, he makes a lot of shit with wood. Another artiste, he does shit with wood. Keychains, knickknacks, cutting boards, other things. He's very talented. He's got shit for sale on Macari as well. Go check out his shit. Buy something from him. If you don't see something you'd like, uh, let him know and maybe he can make something for you. That is uh, Bear Boards and Tables. Bear like your grizzly. Bear Boards and Tables on Facebook and Instagram. So again, Bear Boards and Table, Facebook, Instagram, Sunday Slaw on Facebook, Matt Harper Art, Instagram and TikTok, and Magic JBM on Facebook. Oh, and before I forget, today I saw an asshole, a truck driver asshole, who had an American flag hanging from the back of his truck, all dirty as shit. And then underneath it, he had a uh, Don't Tread On Me uh, flag. I did a little TikTok, not a TikTok, I did a little snapper chatter of it. And uh, I gave the guy the finger. Because <laughs> he shouldn't be waving the flag from the back of your dirty truck, you fuck. So I gave him the finger. Did he see me give him the finger? Probably not. <laughs> but I felt better doing it. So, uh, all right, everybody, that's it. I will be back tomorrow for the Patreon. Please go sign up for it if you could. Uh, five bucks for 30 days. You can sign up whenever you want. And uh, that's it. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow or I'll see you on Thursday. Have a good one. Okay, bye.